They made me go through the scanner a second time at Christmas. The machine kept giving an incorrect full read. So apparently if it doesn't do a 100% body scan, you have to do it again. And they didn't know what the problem was. After looking at it for a minute, they were like, oh, maybe you should take off that Santa hat. Hello, and welcome to the Rookery Arts and Culture Podcast. I'm Ian Custer, and this is Atlanta's Favorite Poems, a series of readings and interviews that showcase the insight and unique voices of Atlantans as they share some of their favorite poetry. Today I spoke with August Pollock about his favorite poem, The Defense of Fort McHenry, by Francis Scott Key. My name is August J. Pollock. Uh, I am a uh, occasional writer, former cartoonist, uh, frequent volunteer at Dad's Garage Theater Company, and uh, I am I live in Atlanta, but I'm originally from New Jersey by way of Washington, D.C. Uh, I am going to be reading The Defense of Fort McHenry by Francis Scott Key. It was written in 1812, and uh, the poem is much more famous for only its first stanza, which is more commonly known as the Star-Spangled Banner, the American National Anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming? And the rockets, red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof for the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? On the shore, dimly seen through the mists of the deep, where the foe's haughty host and the dread silence reposes, What is that which the breeze or the towering steep, as it fitfully blows, half conceals, half discloses? Now it catches the gleam of the morning's first beam, and full glory reflected now shines in the stream. Tis the star-spangled banner. Oh, long may it wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. And where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country, should leave us no more? Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps' pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and the slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of their grave. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. O thus be it ever, when free men shall stand between their loved home and war's desolation, blessed with victory and peace, may the heaven-rescued land praise the power that hath made and preserved us a nation. Then conquer we must, when our cause it is just, and this be our motto, in God is our trust. And the star-spangled banner in triumph shall wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. I don't think most people, I think most people don't know it was a poem. I think uh, Defense of Fort McHenry, or Star Spangled Banner, I, I think is one of the best poems and worst songs ever written. Almost entirely known by the world uh, as the, the first verse, is, uh, you know, the Star Spangled Banner is the national anthem, and it is the most terrible choice ever for, not just for our national anthem, but as a song in general. It is, uh, it has no normal meter it because it's inspired basically by a by a, a hymnal, and it's not a good song, um, but it's a great poem, and the tone, the entire tone of the poem is different than when you're forcing it into meter. The poem is uh, exuberance. It, it's it's uh, un, unfettered relief. Uh, you know, Francis Key wrote uh, the poem. He was sitting in chains on a prison ship during the War of 1812 when, when the British were bombing Fort McHenry. Uh, and the poem was his response to waking up the next morning discovering that the British didn't take the fort. Yeah, it, it's, it's 
not as much inspiring. It's it's motivating. It's it's like I mean the the, the third the third stanza is, is probably is probably my favorite because it, it goes from you know celebrating oh America is great to it's it's essentially taunting. Like it flat out says it's like you know and where is the band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion a home and a country should leave us no more? They're like oh yeah, well, f- are you guys? Yeah, what? Bring it. Um, that's you know you think about oh yeah the Star Spangled Banner you're right yeah that's the poem where we tell people that if you fuck with America we'll kill you, um, <laughs> and you, you don't you don't get that you don't get that when you know it's just you know the lady from Frozen singing it at the the, the Super Bowl and and the reason the reason I uh, I fell in love with the poem actually is as, as I mentioned before I'm you know I lived in Washington D.C. for about four years before I moved to Atlanta and when I lived in D.C. One of the things I discovered first living in D.C. Uh, that I found the most amazing thing ever to me was that the Star Spangled Banner isn't like – it's not a love song where you're talking about, oh, this person I met. Or it's not like some kind of abstract metaphor you know, about, oh, you got to do this or inspire you. You can be this type of person. Uh, it's about a, a real experience like in, in, in on the grand scope of the world recent history uh, and it's about – this, you know, the flag that never fell. And then we go to the American History Museum in Washington, D.C., the, the, the National Museum of American History, the Smithsonian Institution. Uh, and the flag is real. It is, the, it is what they call the storm flag, uh, which, um, for, for lack of a, a, a better, longer description, a storm flag is basically a bigger flag because when there's a huge storm, they basically had to make a bigger flag so it would be easier for ships to see through the storm weather. It fascinated me because when you think about artifacts, you think about when somebody says the word artifact to you, the, the, the things that usually pop in your head are either you know something like Indiana Jones, like magical item from a Mayan temple that you know, may or may not, you know, be mystical in nature or something, or or just in general, you think about, like, you know, ancient Egypt or, you know, things like that. Like, oh, these are things that are thousands of years old, dinosaur bones. You dug up, it's like, no, this is, this is, this is 150 years ago. But here, yeah, yeah, there it is. There's the, there's the, there's the flag. There's the flag Francis Scott Key wrote about. And, and since I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for metaphors, I, uh, the, the one line that I always remembered because it this said, so, like, if, Yes, this is you want to you want to talk about a metaphor like America or, or whatever you know the nation and stuff. And they talked about the Star Spangled Banner. It's a, a, one of the the restoration leads had said during the presentation. There it was uh, uh, that it is at this point impossible to ever restore the flag. We, the Star Spangled Banner is no longer in any condition where it can be restored. We can only do whatever we can to prevent it from deteriorating further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like and then like like he may as well have just gone like wink, <laughs> you know, right. like to to the entire, you know, school school child your school children standing around being like, oh, the rest of the poem is a lot cooler. Like the yeah. the first stanza is not is probably the weakest one. Uh and again it's like it, it if you read it in the you know, in the better flow of the poem, as opposed to forcing it into the music, it it gets a much there's a much different tone to it, and I um, and I felt that when I first saw the poem because you know they have it part of the presentation, you know it's just printed up there on the wall when I'm reading it, and I'm like, like that's pretty badass. This is this poem is pretty this is pretty pretty cool. Yeah.
at its core, the the poem stands for it. You know, it it is what it is. It stands for what it what Key was feeling when he wrote it. But but at its at its heart, it is. It's not about the optimism of America. It's about the stubbornness of America. I mean, it, like I said, like before, it's it's, it's a taunting. Uh, gets taunting near the end. It's like we're yeah. It's it's America is here to stay. Like deal with it. You know it, it's it's our yeah. Our national anthem is the shades dropping. <laughs> our national anthem is just the shades dropping. Yeah, deal with it. Atlanta's favorite poems is modeled after poet laureate Robert Pinsky's project Your Favorite Poem, which can be found at www.favoritepoem.org. Information and interview bookings for the Rookery Arts and Culture Podcast can be found by contacting rookeryatl at gmail.com. I'm Ian Custer. If you haven't read a poem in a while, go read a poem. I'll talk to you next time. Did you read this poem about a giant flag? My God, what a country we live in.